Nedarim daf mem aleph. The last thing we were discussing was a person who vowed not to have any benefit from someone else is allowed to visit him. Then we talked about the points of Bikur Cholim. We talked about the mikveh situation. And with that, we're starting Mem Aleph Amud Aleph, seven lines in towards the end of the line where it says Amar Bi Alexanderi. Now we're on the eighth line. Amar Bi Alexanderi, Amar Bi Hiyabaraba, Enahole Omed Mecholio, Achimuhalin Lo Kol Avonotav. A sick person does not get up from his sick bed. That means he doesn't heal until in the Shamaim they forgive all the sins. First, uh, Hashem forgives the sins, and then He heals the person. When a person gets healed from his uh, disease, he goes back to his young days, meaning he, he rejuvenates, he be, he's healed like as if he's young. When a person heals, his skin moistens, and he goes back to uh, as when he was uh, younger. Kol mishkavo v'achla b'cholio, his entire bed has been flipped in his sickness. Amar of Yosef, Lomar, this tells us, dimshakeh limudo, that when a person gets sick, he forgets what he's learned. And of Yosef, halash, of Yosef got sick, and he akar le limud, and he forgot everything he learned. Adare abaye kameh, Adare was one who reminded all of the limud. And this is exactly why every place where we say that Amar Yosef, Lo Shemi Ali Hadash Mata, I never heard of such a saying. And Amar Le Abaye, and Abaye told him, At Amrit Alani Alan, you're the one who told us, Umehamat Nita Amrit Alani Alan, and you, you told it us from this Mishnah, that was your proof. Abaye was the one who reminded him of all his learning. When Rabbi learned Halakha, when he learned the Mishnah Gemara, he learned it in 13 different ways. And Agamare the Rabbi Hiya Shivaminon, he taught Rabbi Hiya seven of those 13 ways. Lesof, Halash Rabbi, and Rabbi got sick and he forgot his learning. So Rabbi Hiya returned to Rabbi those seven ways of learning that Rabbi taught him. However, Shita Azdu, six, went away. Hava, oh, Katsara, there was a laundry man. He would uh, hear the bee when he was teaching it, when he was learning it, and he remembered the other six ways. So, Azar Bihya Vigamayaton Kame Katsara. So, Bihya went to that, uh, to that laundry man and he taught him the other six ways. And Rabbi saw that laundry man. told him, you made me and Because when someone teaches someone Torah, it's as if he created him. And some say, and some say this is what Rabbi told that uh, that laundry man. you made made me. Greater is the miracle that is done for someone who is sick, who heals from his disease, more than what the miracle that happened with Hanania Mishael Azariah, who got thrown into the fire and came out. Why? That was the fire of a person, of a human being. Anyone can shut it off. But when a person gets sick, Shel Shamaim, it's the fire of the Shamaim, it's a fever from the from the heavens. Who could shut it off? Who could uh, extinguish it? Some say it was Amar Levi, 
כיוון שהגיע קיצו של אדם, once a person's time comes to, to pass away, הכל מושלין בו, anyone can take over him, שנאמר, והיה כל מוציאי יארגני, קין said if this is my time, then anyone who finds me will kill me, anything. So Rav Amar, min haden ke Rav, Rav brings it from this pasuk, למשפטיך עמדו היום, כי הכל עבדיך, today they come to your judgment, because everyone is your slave, meaning anyone could uh, take over this person when his time comes. Rababa Shila Amru Lesh, Achiv Gavra Gavua, Avar Achiv Girudna Zutra. They told Rababa Shila that a tall man passed away and he was riding a little small mule. What happened? Mata Titora, they got to a bridge. Istevit, this little mule got scared or something like that. It shook and Shadia and it threw this tall man into the river. Vikash Achiv and the man died. Called about this person. To your judgment, they stood today. Everyone is your slave, meaning any once the, that tall man's time came, anything could kill them. Shmuel Chazier, Shmuel saw a scorpion. It was sitting on top of a frog, and it passed the river. Once they passed the river, Tarka Gavra, that scorpion. Uh, uh, stung a human being and that person died when the person's time come everyone stands in front, in front of Hashem and everyone's a slave to, to, to be able to be the messenger to kill the person Shmuel says you could only visit a sick person who the heat has went left his body He's not, he doesn't have that fever and we know this doesn't make sense because before we said uh, the point of Bikur Cholim is to take away the, the disease from someone. So really over here it means the opposite. Halatsto means really that the heat covered his body. So you go visit someone who, ha- who has a high fever. This way it makes it easier. La Pokemai, what's this coming to exclude? So who don't you visit? So La Pokea, is coming to exclude the following uh, sick people. We don't visit those who have intestinal diseases, those who are sick in the eye, those with headaches. I understand why those with intestinal diseases, because they're embarrassed. They have to go to the bathroom and it's embarrassing. Those with the eye diseases and headaches, why not? So, the speaking is hard for someone's eyes. Meaning, when someone has an eye ache or a migraine, talking just makes it worse. And then it can cause a high fever. And this uh, high fever, if it wasn't the messenger of Malacha Mavit, meaning if it wasn't so dangerous, it helps as like the scruff around the palm tree. Had lit Latin, you mean once every 30 days. Meaning it's so good for the body. Meaning once a person heals out of that uh, fever, it's it's good for his body. It becomes like a medicine for the body. It's so good for the body after it leaves. The problem is it's dangerous. And uh, therefore, Rav Nachman by Yitzhak Amar, Lo I don't need the fever and I don't need the medicine. And Amara Baba Yonatan, Amara Vihiel, Arsanya fell hole, Lerfuato. If a sick person eats Arsan, it's good to heal him. My Arsan, what's this Arsan? So Amara Yonatan, Hushla de Sareati Kata. It's old 
peeled barley, deresh nafya, that comes out in the beginning of the sifting. And Amar Abaye, Bayan Vishula, Kiain Bisra, the Torah needs to be heavily cooked like uh, ox meat. Rav Yosef Amar, this arsan is semide de sare atikata. It's the flour, the fine flour of these old barley, deresh nafya, in the beginning of when they get sifted. And Amar Abaye, Bayan Vishula, Kibisra, the Torah also needs to be uh, cooked like ox meat. It has to be uh, cooked for a long time and heavily cooked. And Amar Bihanan, Bordan, this this disease called a boredom, where someone has blood coming out of where he makes from. Anyway, you don't visit that type of person. You don't mention the name of this disease. You don't say this person has the boredom. My Tama, why don't we visit him? So because it's like a river that's flowing, it's coming out of him. And you don't mention the the name because it's not nice to say. It's a, we, we have to speak in a clean language. That's the way that Ron explains it. The Rosh explains you don't mention it so the person doesn't get embarrassed when you say, oh, he has Bordam. Why is it called Bordam? Because it's a river that's flowing. And the idea of Bordam means bore, like hole, and dam, blood. So that's why it's called it. Next, we learned Umra Peorifat Nefesh, but not Refat Mamon. You heal his Nefesh, but not the money. So, what do those words mean? If you want to tell me Refat Nefesh means you heal him for free. However, Refat Mamon is Bishar, you get paid for it, and therefore you could only do it for free, but not to get paid. Then if that's the case, it should say as follows, you should be able to heal him for free, but not to get paid. El, I have to explain, Refuat Nefesh is Gufo, is his body. Refuat Mamon is Behemto, his animal. You Meaning you're allowed to heal him, but not his animals. And again, the Ran explains, we're talking about where the doctor's uh, things are Asur on the sick person. But here it'd be uh, mutar to heal him. Just you know how to heal, like say, his animals. And the, the right away, the, the Rishonim asks the question, why not heal his animals? It's like returning a lost object. So the Ran explains, over here we're talking about, there was another doctor who could have done this, uh, who could have healed his animal, and therefore he doesn't have to do it, and it's not considered the Shabbat Avedah. He called the other doctor. And the Rosh explains, no, you can't comp- you can't compare Hashavat Avedah to healing a, a, an animal. The Torah never commanded us to heal someone else's things. And Amarav Zutra Bartuvia, Amarav, that uh, uh, he's not allowed to heal his animal, Abal Omerlo, but he's allowed to tell him, Sam Peloni Yafela, Sam Peloni Rali. He's allowed to tell him, listen, for this situation, this medicine is good, that medicine is bad. Just telling him what to do or what's good. It doesn't count as healing, and you could do that. Next, Mishnah. Again, we'll be talking about uh, one person vowed from another person, what he can and cannot do for him. And the Mishnah says, They're allowed to bathe together in a big bathtub. But not in a small one. Why in a small bathtub? The one, the more people in it, the water goes up, and it covers the other person, so there he's benefiting him. They're allowed to sleep together in the same bed. That's only in the summer, where the more people in the bed, it makes it warmer, and it 
not comfortable. Because he's benefiting him because the more people in the bed, he's uh, making it warmer. They let us sit together on a chair. When they used to sit there eat, they used to be on a bed, sort of like Pesach thing. So they let us sit together on the same bed. They let us eat together. Now, even though when, when one person's eating basad, the other person's eating halav, they can now eat together on the same table. There has to be some sort of heker. The Rosh explains over here, they don't like each other. That's why they vowed against each other. That's why they're allowed to sit together on the same table. But they can't share a big plate together where this person takes a little bit, that one takes a little bit, because if this person takes less, he's letting the other person benefit by eating more. But they're allowed to eat together from a big plate that goes around the table, it goes back to the to the host, and the host will either fill it, or the host will also eat from it. So in, in that type of case, if there's another person, then they're allowed to share that plate together. And the Gemara starts, Rabbi Meir says, they're not allowed to take a bath together, and they're not allowed to sleep in the same bath together. It doesn't make a difference if it's a big bathtub, small bathtub, it's always Asur. Why? We're worried that if you take a bath in a small bathtub together, then you're going to take a bath in a big bathtub together. And Rabbi Yudah Omer, Gedola bimota geshamim, uktana bimota hama mutar. Rabbi Uda allows them to sleep in a big bed together in the winter and a small bed together in the summer. And we're not gozer that if you let him in a small one, he's going to come to sleep in a big one. We're not worried about that. And the same thing, They're allowed to bathe together in a big bathtub. We're not worried they might come to, uh, to bathe together in a small bathtub. And they're allowed to sweat together in a small bathtub. And we're not worried that they might come to bathe together. And uh, you could even go a little bit further, like Rabbi Avonami Nahar explains, that they're allowed to sweat together in a small uh, bathtub because uh, when the more people there, the colder it gets. It, uh, it doesn't get as hot. Okay. We learned in the Mishnah, that they lean together on a bed and they eat together on a table. But not from the big plate. But they're allowed to share a big plate that goes around. And we're talking about this big plate that goes back to the host where he's going to either fill it or he's going to eat from it. In this type of situation, no one's going to eat more than the other, and therefore they're not specifically benefiting each other. Next, Mishnah. They can't eat from a trough that's in front of the employees. Now, employees don't eat from a trough. Trough is for animals. But because uh, we're trying to feed the employees as much as possible, so this way they could work better, so we're calling it trough. But really, we're talking about a big plate. And the reason they're not allowed to eat together, because if one eats a little bit, then the other one's going to eat more, and he's benefiting him. And also, they can't work together. Let's say they're raking uh, between the rows of a vineyard, right? If one person does more work, the other person does less work, so he's benefiting him. That's the better be meir. They're allowed to work in the same row as long as they're far from each other. And we're not worried that uh, they're going to come to work near each other. And the Gemara explains, Bekarov lo pligede asir. 
Bimei and Chachamim don't argue that if they're working next to each other, that's Asur, because one person will um, soften the ground for the other person, and they're in, they're benefiting. Keep together, Machloke between Bimei and Chachamim is Berachok, if they're far from each other. Bimei Sabar, Bimei holds, Gazin and Rachok, Mishum Karov. Bimei says, listen, if they're going to work uh, far from each other, they're going to come to work uh, close to each other. Because they're softening the ground next to each other, so this person's raking here, this person's digging there, it's, you're making his life easier. We're not worried that uh, they're going to come to work near each other, and therefore they're allowed to uh, dig as long as they're far from each other. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem, Amen, Amen.